A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, World Game Changers, and welcome to this episode, this World Game Changers podcast episode where today I'm delighted to be rejoined by a young lady from India, Anushka Jair. Anushka, an extremely warm welcome to you. Thanks for inviting me, Paul. It's a pleasure. Listeners, what we thought we'd talk about today on this Young uh, Game Changers episode is uh, because, you know, Anushka's a young lady and so she's very well qualified to offer thoughts or opinions or, or, well, we won't use labels. We'll see where the conversation takes us. But when we say the conversation, we thought we'd dance around the subject of the many colours of love. And that word colours, listeners, very interesting and deliberate because when you look at part of the beautiful Indian culture, you notice the, you know, the, the dress particularly the ladies were very vibrant, very colourful, yellows and oranges and greens. And, you know, it's so catching to the eye. Anushka, probably a good way to start is by asking, you know, do you as an Indian lady, do you kind of appreciate that? Or do you just take it all for granted? Well, that's that's who we are. That's what we do. I can't see what the fuss is. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I think I appreciate that a lot because for me... Um, I, I love colors, all kinds of colors. And I, what I feel is um, if you, like at least I've observed when I travel, there are like few specific colors which are generally like uh, the brands focus on in those uh, countries. But when you come to India, it's the same brands like Zara or like the ones which are, we know of H&M, et cetera, are making more colorful uh, kind of uh, uh, variety here. So I think it's obviously specific to the culture and specific to what people like here. And it's, it's, it's good to see that we can like have anything and like be kind of confident in anything. Uh, and I think uh, that that's good to see that we can uh, pull off everything uh, confidently. Mm. So, I mean, colors is one aspect. Tell us, give us a share with us, if you will. I mean, you know, this, this, the many colors of love. So why title listeners? So we could go all over the place with this, but let's get a flavor if we can of India you know, this amazing, amazing country and these beautiful people. Give us insights, Anushka. Share with us, if you will, around, you know, the vibrancy, not just of colour, but give us a taste of India. Sure, sure. I think uh, when it comes to uh, the relationships, uh, I think um, that obviously uh, India is known for having deep down relationships, not only with your first, like, which you call the close family circle, but with extended family. So our aunts, uncles, kids of those, cousins, everyone is like so super connected. Uh, you generally grow up with them. You generally are super connected. We have a culture of joint family a lot. Like in most of the cities, uh, you'll find joint family culture and people stay together like uh, like in a huge houses and like huge families. And good thing to see is that every relationship, be it nephew or niece or like uh, your extended family, grandparents, um, 
uh, on both the sides. I think we we have different names for them. So we don't call them aunt and uncle. We have different specific name for every kind of aunt and uncle uh, and every kind of relationship. So I think that defines on how much important it is like for us to like have the value for each relationship. And uh, I think um, everyone, if you'll meet in India, they'll have one or the other person in the extended family or the uh, relatives who's like super tight and I'm sure it works uh, across borders but then uh, in India it's obviously uh, something which I have seen for sure that people have someone near and dear one there are people who are like like your uh, first family um, first relationship um, uh, how they like kind of uh, transcend their love across uh, the second degree third degree connections mm. So a natural transference of energy, you know, we're, we're kind of right. in this together, this collectivism rather than, oh, you're an outsider and uh, you've kind of married into the family. What you're describing, what I'm hearing and feeling there, Nushka, it's not so much that you're marrying into the family as an outsider, but you are actually one of us and become part of the family. And I think there's a right. big distinction, um, if I can speak from a European perspective and yeah wow that, that's fascinating so so with the relationships tell us about food Indian food oh okay so that's a tough one for me because I'm not a big foodie um I am very very specific with the food thing but I know people um, who are actually foodies uh, do try to like have different cuisines like India is mixed of different cultures obviously so we have different if you go to a different state, you'll find different cuisine there. Everyone is having a different kind of way of eating. Like, for example, uh, dal, which uh, we eat regularly um, uh, in our meals, uh, is like a uh, different way how it is cooked across different states. Like, at some places it's sweet, other places it's spicy. So, yeah, like we have different variations for across different states for every uh, cuisine we eat. And then, obviously, there's an Indianization of every. Um, Italian or Mexican food which comes we put more spices to everything which comes here so I think that's something very Indian to do uh, uh, but then yeah I think people love all kind of food like everything any food outlet will open here will work uh, some way or the other because people like trying or eating and am I stereotyping here Anushka when I say that India as a nation has a monumental love of cricket. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> no, yeah. I think that's something which connects like everyone. Uh, if you visit us when some match is going on, it might be World Cup, it might be IPL, it might be anything. Uh, but if something is going on, you'll actually see shops in which people are like uh, kind of floating out of a shop like filled with people and like any tv they'll find across different shops or like on the road anywhere they'll just be cluttered everywhere and like they'll be just watching together like a huge family uh, no one questions why you're entering my shop you're not ordering something like no one questions anything if it's a match is going on everyone will watch it everyone will cheer for it there'll be free drinks sponsored by people here and there all the time so yeah like I think that's something which connects every Indian so well wow wow so tell me then Anushka say somebody like myself uh, for example visiting India for the first time so mm -hmm. if I was if you said to me Paul come over to India and sample mm -hmm. this beautiful country because you fall in love with it. 
what 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 would you have you know take me on a take me on a dance of India what could I be expected to to embrace I mean yeah okay we've touched on the the food uh, we've touched on the sport obviously the colors and you know but you know where would I go what would I do what what would be a I don't know I wouldn't say normal but as a you know from somebody you know from the UK for example which originally I am from living in Spain mm-hmm. and Europe now but what could I expect what, what, what would be different for me Oh, uh, sh- uh, so surely there'll be a lot of shocks, defenses in a good or bad way as soon as you'll enter India. I, uh, um, the, in a good way, I'll come start with obviously the good ones. Um, I think the first thing which you'll see that people are super friendly here. Uh, like if you, the small things, right? If you're walking down uh, the place and if you have a lot of luggage, you'll find people asking you if they can help you out with something, right? Uh, so small, small things, I, I'm sure that happens uh, abroad as well but then this is something which is very innate people are actually very very welcoming on whoever is like they just consider themselves as host if you're going to a touristy place it's much more there ingrained because people uh, are working um, like it's a tourism based industry and those people are kind of see themselves as hosts that someone is coming and they should be like the people who are representing India uh, I think uh, best place to visit uh, when, when you come here will be the um, after you're done with the basic tour, will be to go to the rural areas where you'll see, uh, like, I think, uh, very basic grassroots people uh, who, uh, like, which you'll not find in the UK. And then something which you'll see, like, uh, small, small activities, like, which will give you a peace of mind. Like, uh, I remember uh, I used to go to this small village uh, nearby my uh, grandparents' place, and we used to go there and, like, mangoes from the tree. Now, Obviously, it's a very simple activity, but by climbing the tree and getting them out, I think that was fun. Uh, I think uh, uh, you you become a small child when you do all these things and you like uh, um, get away from all the adulting things which we have learned later. But I think once you go to the, these villages and like see how people are living there, so like so friendly and like so into like a like a small like a family which is like all together in a small village I think that whole love is like worth um, kind of uh, seeing and uh, when you come to India to see how people can live so uh, um, amicably in a place where like uh, where like they're not the basic necessities are not there nothing is there but then people are living so peacefully and like the love is keeping them all together that is priceless isn't it I mean that is absolutely priceless because listeners isn't it true and you know maybe depending where individuals are on the financial scale um you know it's not for anyone to judge or compare but maybe there's this whole thing that we spend our whole lives and i'm generalizing from a european perspective now you know in search of financial security money um Mm -hmm. Then to realize that, and I know so many people that have achieved that status, but at the, at the sort of peril of their personal relationships, they become lonely, rich people. Now, right. the biggest pot of gold, surely, is that one that's in the heart, you know, and, and I really, really have come to know that and believe that with everything that, that I have, well, whatever I've, I've become. Because the rest, money is an energy, for example, 
fame and fortune will come and go. It will come and go. It's a bit like beautiful people that are deemed beautiful physically. You know, they'll lose their right. looks. They never no, lose their heart. Sense, yeah. They never lose their heart. So I love what I'm hearing. And, and you know, Anushka, it actually ties in with the the Indian people that I've come across in my uh, in my life. Obviously, from a you know, they've come over to Europe. Um, there's a gentleness about them. There's a love about them. There's a, a kind of, I don't know, a, yeah, that, as the French would say, that je ne sais quoi, that something mm -hmm. that you can't define. It's a bit like the wind. It's a bit like love itself. You can't define it. You can't touch it. But boy, do you feel the effects of its power. Right, right. Now that's true, actually. And I think that I've observed across borders. Uh, like as a kid, I so um, the company in which I started later, as a kid, I, I think that idea was in my head from the starting. What so my um, so I was obsessed with car rides like since my childhood. And when you used to go for rides, I will never remember the routes because I always be watching people and uh, like around the roadside and all right. And India, uh, considering the uh, like the condition of India. We do have people like who are on the roadside sitting and laborers and everyone with the family, right? And while the uh, father is working on some project and the kids are there with the family and the mom is there. And you'll see so many people on the roadside, uh, like sitting or like eating or whatever. But then you will see like what I used to notice is the love. And I, I was really like, how in the world full of so many people, how this word is not chaotic at all. Like it can be chaotic, like laws and all comes later, right? Implementation of that all comes later. And what I felt was like, uh, everyone has someone whom they love, whom they are loved by. Uh, they, we like define people as good, bad, different strata, but everyone has someone or the other who are connected or attached to someone. And that tells us that uh, there's love with everyone, no matter who and across every kind of classification you can do and and that i used to love like my father will ask me uh they're going to your school we go there daily like how can you not remember those woods? because i'm busy watching all the people so if you ask me who all have you watched along the journey i'll remember that so i'll remember the, the guy who's selling bananas and his wife i'll remember their faces and i'll see every day they are talking chit-chatting in the morning like so cutely like for every day i think six years they have gone to that school like how is it possible that people are so in love all throughout across ages like for years like that's amazing to watch mm, absolutely because you know there again from a personal point of view listeners one of the things that i've come to understand and understand doesn't even scratch the surface no with a big capital k in a way that can't be defined or intellectualized or anything like that, but really, really deeply know is love does make this world go round in all its yeah. many, many different colours. Try and define it, Anushka, that simple four-letter word. Describe to me from, dare I say, a young person's perspective, define the many colours of love. How, how do you, where do you even start with that? Oh, okay, that's a tough one. I think for me, uh, what I feel personally um, is that uh, uh, by saying different colors, it's like having different meanings uh, of it at different stages of life. 
um i think when you grow up like for me at least um i was a middle, i'm a middle child right so i think when you grow up as a middle child you always are like fighting for your love like to get extra attention from your parents i think for that time it was me to seek attention from my parents get the best things out there and that's is kind of validation but i think as you grow further in your uh, and there are people who get attached to you they attached to you i think the meaning of love changes and that's why the shades come into picture as you said like i think uh, now what meaning of love for me is is that uh, people who i surround myself with people who kind of give me the positive energy to achieve what i want to do and uh, i generally consciously make effort to do that uh, which was not the case when i was a teenager at that point of time you always like are the cool kid and then you want to be uh, something but then i think with age or like with um, better understanding of yourself or self discovery journey next to all that you do in your life i think you get better understanding and for me right now what i feel is uh, going for for the uh, further in your journey which as your individual journey and whoever is supporting you or whoever is there for you giving you positive energy for that i think that's something which i define as love um, and not making you like uh go down or like pushing you down kind of and mm-hmm. i think that's the kind of love i define it might change further when i'll obviously grow more and like it might change its meaning uh so i think every 5 uh, years or 6 years i don't think meaning of love changes as you go further in your journey wow that's a fascinating way to uh to you know to to frame such a as i say listeners a simple four letter word but boy has it got massive massive scope and variation and vibrancy on what it means what it means mm. so what about from i'm, I'm going to throw in one would you say that the indian people generally anushka are mm-hmm. are very self loving you know they've got that self love that uh, i wouldn't say self respect because self love really trumps everything doesn't it i mean that's the the kind of top of the tree as 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 a yeah. nation do do individuals have that self love i would i i would uh, say i would want that if they had that but uh, unfortunately in the cases which i have seen i think that people devote themselves in others more uh, than being more selfish which i generally am not a fan of and which i have observed in my like um uh circle or like in my near and dear ones i think especially the moms right i think they put so much extra effort uh to kind of uh give all the love they have and i think i've seen with a lot of moms around uh including my own mom right and i feel that they have so much to give and they generally don't uh get the kind of love they deserve um uh it might be not because people are consciously not doing it but it's just that they give so much it's so difficult to like give the same amount of it back and i think i want moms and everyone to be more selfish like because it's so it's so um, overwhelming to have this kind of uh, uh, unconditional love right as so if you see my mom she has like kind of uh, left her job and like not able to pursue her dreams because of the kids that she wants her kids to be like always be available she'll always be available for them make lunch for them in the morning do everything end to end since they uh, till the night and then i think how to kind of give that back that kind of love because you go up and you don't understand like how can i give it back and 
I just feel that uh, self-love, teaching that to Indians, especially moms, is like so important. And I tell my mom every day that don't kind of do things just because you want to do them. Like do it because uh, like it's it's good. Like whatever you can uh, like uh, do it easily because without sacrificing your own self-love. But I think it's difficult to teach that to the moms. Mm. Interesting. Fascinating listeners, fascinating. But I mean, I suppose in many respects, uh, am I oversimplifying it, Anush? You know, that, that sort of heritage, that culture of, you know, is it, is it the wrong word to use to say that matriarchal approach to life where, you know, the mother holds court, she is the centre of the universe. Is, you know, am I reading that wrong? Am I saying that wrong? Uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's like that term is correct, but what I feel is sometimes it's not because uh, the society says so, or like someone, is, it's like they're conditioned this way. And yeah, it is, they're conditioned this way because of the whole societal pressure, what have they, like, they have grown into. But I think it's now, like at this age, my mom has no pressure to like kind of abide by those rules, but she still does it. Uh, mm. So I just feel that uh, it's just like, um how they are conditioned maybe uh, and uh, yeah like uh, this is this is out of my understanding actually because i'm the person who believes in self-love and being selfish like putting myself first uh, and then others so i don't understand that kind of love mm. does um, does your mother speak english anushka she does yeah yeah okay i might uh, i might uh, just suggest that uh one of these days, I'll sing her a nice Irish ballad around, uh, it's based around mothers, and it's based around mother's love. I mm -hmm. uh, might sing her a nice Irish ballad if she's um, if she's up for listening to that. Just a thought, just a thought. Sure, sure, sure. Mm. So, listeners, the many colours of love, and we're going on this fascinating journey. So, Anushka, I kind of, you know... Rightly or wrongly, I look at love in, well, many different ways. I feel it and have felt it in, in many different ways. And, and I'll ask you this question. You know, is it oversimplifying it to talk about love in four very broad contexts? One in a general one, sort of family, friends, you know, love in a general One in a romantic sense. One in that love of self that we've already kind of had a little bit of a talk around, and one of, is our love with source, that higher power, whatever that is judged to be. Is, am I oversimplifying it to try and make love nice and neat and tidy into four different boxes? Uh, no, I think that's a good way of kind of classifying it. I think that's a as we have the kind of a, a title of it, different shades. I think different shades of this can be defined on different categories like this. And I think, yeah, the way we love ourselves or the kind of the uh, relationship which we have with different, different kind of entities kind of define how uh, things change when we go across uh, different verticals. Mm. So which one resonates with you the strongest out of those four, Anushka? Um, for you personally, and then I suppose the other side of that coin is the Indian culture. And I know by, by using two words, Indian culture, wow, is that ever a generalization for, you know, for a country as massive, as massive 
as in, I mean, that's, I almost kind of feel ridiculous asking the question. <laughs> no, no, I, I understand that. Yeah, like I think the culture is like so different everywhere. Um, I hail from Delhi and I think from there to if you go to somewhere like uh, a tier two or tier three, I think the culture there will be totally different. Me saying that this is how it works for me as a relationship with like as a, uh, as a romantic relationship, if I tell you how it works for me, that obviously not be kind of a even a small subset like of India because I know there are so many subsets across the whole Indian culture uh, what mm -hmm. I will tell you will be a very, very small kind of part of it uh, super small one interesting so I mean what what would you say to us um, Anushka for well you know give us a general message of love um, you know from an Indian perspective and dare I say from a young uh, female Indian perspective. I mean, you know, we've talked very generally around India, you know, the, the vibrant colours of, you know, all different aspects, um, you know, whether it's food. One thing we haven't touched upon, well, I have a little bit, is music. So, yeah, tell us about music, because I love music. I'm intrigued. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so I think each time you ask me something related to Indian culture and like having, I just feel that I don't have enough knowledge on that. Um, uh, for the music, I feel that uh, in India, actually that's the thing. Uh, if you see uh, the music kind of transcends generation by generation, generally there's always one instrument which your grandparents had and then your parents learned it and then you, you are learning it, right? And I think most of the families have seen it. Uh, it might be a small piano, it might be a guitar, or it might be like a uh, old tabla. Like when I say piano, it was harmonium earlier, and then it kind of translated to piano further. I think the love for music is something which is kind of ingrained in India. If you go to any place, any pilgrimage or anywhere, you'll find music being played, uh, different kind of different. Obviously, we have different cultures, a different kind of music everywhere. But I think Everyone, if you see, will have something or the other uh, kind of love for music. It might be instruments or it might be just singing. Everyone can sing in India, by the way, uh, good or bad, but everyone will. Uh, if you see our weddings, uh, you'll go crazy, like everyone sings there. So I think the love is kind of quite deep here. Um, what I have seen personally is this transition by generation transcending of pianos or keyboards or like all these instruments, which is super cool because your grandparents teach you parent and your parent teach you and then you teach your further generation so it's super fun that way that something is like passed on mm -hmm. superb so one final question well before i ask that final question anuska i want to invite you in if i may to share your contact details how people can reach out to you find out more about you that kind of thing sure sure so i run this company called share at doorstep the best way to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Just Google Anushka Jan, share at doorstep. That's my company name. And connect me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm super active there. Mm, super. And those contact details, listeners, as ever, will be in the show notes. So the final question then, Anushka, the final question. And it's this. So obviously this particular episode is around young game changers. So... You know, yet again, and I know I've picked up on your your very consistent answers around, you know, the Indian culture and you being one, you know, one part of that may or may not be a fair representation. But 
you know, tell us about the Indian game changers because the unsung heroes, the people in the streets that are full of love, that maybe the outside world might even disregard because they're not full of fame and fortune. And But isn't it true, irrespective, listeners, of whether we're talking about India or we could be talking about anywhere in the world, but these, and I use this term very loosely, inverted commas, ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things. Give us an insight into that, Anushka, if you will. Sure, sure. I think uh, from my personal experience as well, I think people have seen around doing amazing work. I think uh, what I've seen is, uh, and since it's an episode of love, right, they actually have to go through a lot of layers more, like to kind of get through, uh, uh, or like get through the kind of a mission which they have uh, kind of picked for themselves. I think um, there are a lot of sacrifices involved throughout the journey when it comes to love. Uh, there might be some mission they are in, and there might be something which they're looking for. The whole as a country is super cheerful to kind of promote them and uh, kind of push them to what they want to because the mission is kind of common and towards a welfare of everyone and then that's how like Indian culture is they come together to do that but obviously the obstacles like small small obstacles that you see are many more because of the societal love I would say for example if someone choose to go uh, and join army right uh, and now it's a big thing everyone will be so cheerful they should do it everyone will love it but then the sacrifices they go through and like it goes obviously across borders because I give an army example. But I'm saying the pressures as in uh, the kind of um, kind of convincing which they have to do right around their family and everyone is like much tougher. So I think uh, obviously there's a whole cheerful crowd which is like waiting for them to be do or achieve what they want to do. But then there's a lot of explanation which is required to be done to the loved ones because they want uh, the best for themselves and it can be like uh, going for something which is difficult but also going for something which is uncomfortable and not in the same single line path kind of it can go for anyone who's doing anything that like can be for entrepreneur can be for a musician can be for anyone who is going out of the line of the status quo i think to get around the loved ones and get the approval for doing that and getting out of like in a risk zone kind of life it's so tough, even though, you know, the whole cheerful crowd is waiting for you and there are so many people pushing you towards that. It's just uh, both sides of the coin. Mm, fascinating. Fascinating insight, listeners. Anushka, thank you so much for being part of this dance, this, this colourful dance around the many <laughs> colours of love. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks, Paul, for the pleasure. Thank you. And there we have it, listeners. You make up your own mind. You make up your own mind what colour resonates with you the most, what aspect of love resonates with you most. But there's one thing for sure, irrespective of what that colour or that love is, there's one thing for sure, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>